everybody to another episode of the v squared podcast we got a little special episode for you guys today you want to know why i'm alongside my co-host what's up guys alex weason here big day today especially for ken and i being oh, dodger fans my goodness you know we didn't talk about baseball this week as uh we just released a first basketball episode in a while but you know we couldn't help it big week baseball with some uh trades and free agent signings absolutely so we just wanted to get a quick 20 to 25 minute episode in and kind of reflect before we get into our big news let's start a little bit on nolan arenado nolan arenado to the st louis cardinals along with i think 50 million in cash and yeah. um do you uh, have the deal back from the cardinals yeah so uh the Cardinals sent uh, lefty Austin Gomber, right-handers Tony Losey, Jake Somers, infielder Elahures Montero, probably said the wrong, my apologies, <laughs> and third baseman Mateo Gill, all to the Rockies in exchange for Nolan Arenado and just, just a little $50 million of cash. A little bit. What's surprising here is obviously Nolan Arenado is the best third baseman in the game by far, and they sent $50 million to get... Not even a top five prospect of the Cardinals organization. Austin Gomber, obviously the best player in that piece on that deal, but no top prospects. And I know it was crazy to me is like I think the the Rockies owner was coming out like I understand why fans are upset with this. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna cuss on this podcast, but yeah, of course they're upset. You just traded the one of the greatest defensive third basemen's ever, third baseman ever, who also has a hell of a bat. For not even a top five prospect? What are we doing here? And you're going to just say, hey, give me $50 million too. I, I, here you go. Here, we'll pay his salary for the next you know, one and a half seasons. I'm, I'm confused, man. I'm confused. Yeah, so the Cardinals now have six years of control of uh, Arenado. Yep. Arenado does have uh, opt-out after the 21 and 22 season. But getting a fresh start in St. Louis, I would be surprised if we saw him use those opt-outs. Yeah, it's a good organization. It's a great organization. Uh, they're going to be on top. And what just amazes me is uh, yesterday the uh, Cardinals actually traded outfielder Dexter Fowler over to Anaheim. And the Cardinals are actually now paying Dexter Fowler more money to play for the Angels this season then they're playing Nolan Arenado to play for them. Are you serious? Yeah, because the Rockies <laughs> the gave Rockies them so much money. Sent them $50 million. Uh, Sports are so weird to me, especially baseball, the way the money works. I'm so confused because why would Colorado not get back a bunch and give up $50 million? I'm so confused. I know that deal. I think the Rockies still would have lost that deal without giving up $50 million. Oh, 100%. I mean, you're giving up probably, uh, not probably, the greatest player in Rocky history. But we got bigger news, you know, that was big, but that was big. But here we go, Alex, bring the people what they want. The off season, we've been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Should we add in one more waiting? Waiting, we were waiting, yeah, for the biggest free agent of the off season to sign. It's uh, February 5th and it's been done. Trevor Bauer, you know, kind of a unique free agent. Off-season period, a little bit. He was vlogging his experience. You know, his uh, his agent was tweeting. He was interacting with fans through the entire process. Uh, last night, February fourth, his uh, 
agent Rachel Luba tweeted out down to two. Those two teams were narrowed down to the Dodgers and the Mets. Yep. Bob Nightingale basically tweeted out saying the Mets and Bauer have a deal. So we all thought the Mets and Bauer had a deal. Everybody thought it was over last night, and everybody, oh, Bauer's a Met. Well, well, less than 24 hours later, Trevor Bauer is now a Los Angeles Dodger. Officially a Dodger, baby. I woke up this morning at 10 a.m., and I put on my Mookie Betts t-shirt jersey that I got at Target for $12. <laughs> and I don't know why. I don't know why I decided to wear a Dodgers t-shirt jersey of all things today, but I did. And guess what happens literally like three hours later? Trevor Bauer signs with the Dodgers. I think I have at least some part to play in this. Uh, there's at least something that I did that uh, that had to play into this. But here we go. Trevor Bauer's from North Hollywood. Um, that's where he was born. He also uh, played um, in high school at the same place that Alex is from. And he just wanted to come home. He wanted to come home to the greatest area in the country, Southern California, to play for the real Southern California team, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Bauer signed a three-year, $102 million contract. $102 million. Fun fact, Alex. Over the next two years, he has an opt-out after the first season, right? This season, he will make the most money of any player in baseball. Yeah, $40 million. $40 million. You think that's crazy, though? Let's say he decides not to opt-out. He stays in L.A. next year, which I would assume he would because the Dodgers just won the World Series in 2020. Well, you know, if, if he stays for 2022... He's going to break his record and make $45 million. I, oh my, where are the Dodgers finding this money, bro? Where are they finding this? They didn't have any fans this whole year. Didn't make any revenue off, off, off of ticket sales, off of Dodger Dog and beer sales. They made no money off of in-game jersey sales. Where the heck are they getting this money? So actually the Dodgers did make some money. So they actually did sell their uh, stadium food via Postmates. Are you serious? Yeah, so you could actually order Dodgers stadium food via Postmates. I'm and they doing delivered that. it. I'm doing that. And this then year. Uh, during the playoffs, the uh, Dodgers actually had viewing parties where it was $75 a car to go to drive to Dodgers Stadium and watch on a big screen that, every game. See, this is the problem with me working at Lowe's literally every day of summer. I didn't even get to go to a single Dodger watch party. I'm upset. <laughs> Yeah, well, you you were here. I was here. This was playoffs, so you were already in oh, Arizona. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh. I, um, I thought you meant during the regular season. No, nah, this was, was uh, just playoffs. Yeah. But the crazy thing to me is Bowers is getting paid $102 million. He's going to shatter the record the next two years for uh, AAV. Yeah. He's only going to make $17 million this third, but, you know, after making $85 million over two years, that that's that's chump change. That's just, fine. Yep. But, you know, projections are right now. Bauer might be third in the rotation, was, and we're paying $102 million. I was actually, you know, like, we, we texted about this right before we went to record. Um, Alex and I are always bouncing stuff off of each other regardless of what's going on. But we started talking about this a little bit, and I'm like, third in the rotation? For a guy, let me read you his stats. Obviously, his record, he's, he uh, pitched 11 games out of the 60. You know, obviously, he couldn't start 20-whatever games. There wasn't 162. He only went 5-4. and four. Win-loss record does not matter. He had a 1.73 ERA in 73 innings pitched, 100 strikeouts, 0.79 whip. The, I'm sorry. If he's not the number one pitcher, and I get who Clayton Kershaw is, and you will not find a bigger Clayton Kershaw guy on this side of the Mississippi than me. But, I mean, come on. This guy's coming off of Cy Young. He's got to be number one to me. See, here's what I would do. Yeah. I, now, I wouldn't put him at third. Right. Here, here would be my rotation yeah. if I was the Dodgers general manager. Okay. So, uh, Andrew Friedman, if you want to take notes, be my guest. Andrew, you better be listening. Obviously, stat-wise, Bauer, after last season, is the best person in the rotation. Yeah. But, realistically, he's here for three years. Yeah. Maybe less. 
it's such a risk that we're not going to keep him. I would think Walker Buehler is our best shot of being in the rotation long term. Our ace. So I think you keep him building in that role at the number one spot. You okay. have Bauer at two, Kershaw at three, uh, Price May. at four. Price! Let's talk and about that for a second. I mean, either Urias or May at five. I would have to go May because I like Urias out of the bullpen. The way that Urias pitched in game seven of the NLCS and then game six of the World Series. And we got Gonsolin too, so that I've heard rumors they're even debating a six-man rotation this season. And that brings me to this: Bauer wanted to pitch every fourth day. No way that's happening in LA. No, no, there's no chance. I mean, sure we'll get the you know the other few things that he asked for about being you know able to compete for World World Series. We just won vlogging. The vlogging thing. It's LA. I mean, it's the biggest media market in the country. Maybe New York's a little bigger, but LA is more. Glamorous, if you want to talk about that. But you're not pitching every fourth day, buddy. We got uh, we got too many good young pitchers in Urias, May Gonsolin. You even want to bring up guys in our in our bullpen. Mitchell White, yeah, coming exactly. up from AAA. And so, uh, this is an exciting day. Is do you think David Price is going to be any good for us? This is a little bit risky because we're paying David Price a lot of money. Yes. But at this point in his career, he didn't pitch last year. Yeah. I could even see potential of. You know, having him out of the bullpen as a long reliever, three, four inning guy. I can't disagree with that. I honestly was thinking just along those same lines. He's coming off a year um, in 2019 where he had a 4.3 ERA and 128 strikeouts over 107 innings pitched. Not great numbers. 1.31 WHIP. I, I I fail to see him bouncing back in a significant way. He's getting up there in age. And I'm I'm kind of wondering how elite he can be. I mean, I think the cha- when uh, we got Price, fun fact, this deal right here, one year and one day after the uh, Mookie Price trade. So, really? Uh, yep. Yesterday was a year ago that Mookie Price. M- Mookie Price. Mookie Price. <laughs> Mookie Betts and David Price came to the Dodgers. It's like Shohei Otani oh. hit and pitch. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So almost exactly a year. I thought that Price having a change of scenery was going to be huge for him. Yep. And he's got a great pitching coach with yep. Mark Pryor. Even the, the year off since he opted out in 2020, that might actually Help you him. know give his arm a little more strength. A little rest. Limit the injuries a little bit. Yeah. So I could see him being a great guy as a 4-5 or five man in the rotation. But I could also see a long reliever out of the bullpen. The crazy thing to me is now with uh, Trevor Bauer... The Dodgers are the first team in MLB history to have three Cy Youngs in the rotation. Are you kidding me? Uh, yep. Yeah. So Kershaw, Kershaw, obviously Bauer, and, who just won it, and then Price. Right. And Price is thirty-five now, so we'll see how he can bounce. And back Walker play. Bueller's probably definitely a future Cy Young winner. I think Bueller wins at least one in his career. You saw the way he pitched no, number one in the postseason this year, also in the postseason of twenty eighteen. The guy's got electric stuff. This is. The closest thing to like a super team that we've seen in baseball. The closest like. thing. This is a super team. Uh, uh, it, see, like the thing is for me in basketball, like when you had LeBron, Wade, and Bosh, that's a super team, right? You have uh, the Warriors of KD, Clay, and Steph. Now you got Kershaw, who to me, and you can argue this all you want, is the best pitcher of our generation. Bauer coming off his best year in a Cy Young year where he had a 1.73 ERA. Bueller, who's one of the best young pitchers in the game. May, who's got the potential. May is going to be... Like, have you seen his two-seamer? The guy's two-seamer, like, curves like a curveball. It's disgusting. And 
Then you've got Betts, Bellinger, who are both MVPs, Seager, a World Series MVP, and oh my goodness, this is this is gonna be fun to watch. I'm really excited for this season. Uh, obviously, we won last year the World Series. I'll take another one. By far the favorites <laughs> this year. So obviously, you have the Dodgers won it in 2020. They were the clear-cut favorites before signing Bauer to win it again in 21. Their odds just went up. With Bauer, I believe they're at a plus 450 odd to win the World Series. Yeah. I, this I, would be really disappointing. I was disappointed when we got eliminated in 2019 by the Nationals, by the Nationals. in the wild card. We if we don't make it to the World Series this year, I, wow. Yeah, we were the World Series favorites in 2019 as well. And we probably should have won in 2017 and 18 against two cheating teams. But I would be just okay. Uh, not just okay. I'd be very happy if we went back-to-back. When's the last time an MLB team went back-to-back, do you know? Because I, I can tell you that the Lakers went back-to-back in 29-2010. Um, he went back-to-back. The, the Braves and Blue Jays, I believe, both went back-to-back in the 90s. I don't happened. remember which one did it first. But I would think though that was the last the Yankees, team. Early, early 2000s Yankees. Did maybe? they? No, I, I don't. Because I thought they won like five World Series early in that. I don't think they went back-to-back in 2000. Well, it was either the Yankees, Blue Jays, or the Braves in the 90s or 2000s, but... I would love to see it back-to-back. Hasn't been done in a while. As far as uh, Dodger teams, I think on paper this is the best Dodger team we've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Uh, What about an MLB? You think it's up there? You look at the talent from a pitching perspective, yeah. Like, we had a great pitching core last year without Price and Bauer. Now both of those guys are here. You're just bolstering that pitching room even more. I gotta ask you this, because I want to kind of hear what your thoughts are. Give me projections on, number one, how good Bauer's going to be in L.A. Is he going to repeat his success? And two, do we break our single-season win record of 100 and, what was it, 106? 108? Yeah, something like that. I, I think Up 2019. There. Yeah. Bauer, I see being a mid-2 ERA guy, maybe a 2-3, 2-4. I think he's going to be high in strikeouts. The yeah. one thing that's going to be concerning is if you actually look at Manny Machado's numbers against Trevor Bauer, Pretty good. Manny Machado dominates Trevor Bauer. Oh, boy. So, obviously, Bauer's going to face the Padres three or four times this season. Yeah. So, I want to see what Bauer can do against Machado. That's going to be scary. But other than that, I think Bauer's going to... I don't think he's going to have as great as a year as last year. Not a Cy Young contention year or what? <sighs> see, that's hard. Yeah. You could say he has not as great of a year as last year, but the Still. entire Dodgers rotation can contend for a Cy Young. <laughs> I think... I'm at a crossroads as whether the Dodgers rotation helps boost his performance or if him kind of being back and they're not the ace hurts him. Right. But regardless, you got one of the best pitches in the last couple of years in L.A. Oh, absolutely. And and what you think about this is that Trevor Bauer is so good for baseball because of how marketable and, like, popular he is amongst baseball fans. You realize he was probably one of the highest jersey sales last year while he was playing in – Cincinnati. Nobody, no offense to Cincinnati at all. It's Cincinnati. He's now playing for probably the second biggest baseball fan base. I'd say the Yankees are one, which is dumb, but it's New York. The Dodgers have had the number one attendance in baseball, obviously bar 2020 because there was no attendance. The Dodgers have had the number one attendance in baseball for the last 20 years. Dodger Stadium is always filled, right? This guy, the most marketable player in baseball, is now going to the most popular by attendance, wise team. This is huge for baseball, bro. This is I'm actually seeing this news on ESPN. Baseball's never on ESPN News or ESPN Sports Center. It's always basketball stuff, always football. 
This is really good for baseball. This is true in the fact that Bauer grew up 40 minutes north of Dodger Stadium in yep. Santa Clarita. Yep. Uh, he went to my rival high school, Hart. It's huge for him. He's yeah. already got a huge fan base out oh, in Santa Clarita, L.A. So that, he's going to be huge in L.A. That jersey, those jersey sales, I mean, I... If those, I'll probably buy one. If the jersey drops tonight, guarantee Alex and I are both buying one because we love Trevor Bauer. You look at the guy, he strikes somebody out, he's sitting there screaming on the mound. Like, I love that. You get to see that in basketball. You get to see that in football. Baseball players are so, like, shy about showing emotion, which is why I love that Bauer shows it. I just hope there's something in his contract saying no drones because... <laughs> <laughs> Please. Here's my question, though. Um, so, we were talking a little about our payroll now. This actually isn't even the Dodgers' highest payroll, by the way. Uh, I believe we're sitting at $230 million okay. on payroll. We are at... Two hundred ninety million four or five years ago. Yeah, I remember we had the highest payroll in baseball, and everybody made fun of us for losing the playoffs. When we had the we're gonna have the highest payroll this year, but we've had a higher. We're, uh, the Dodgers right now are set; they're gonna have to pay about seven million dollars in luxury taxes this That's season. Not bad at all. Which isn't bad. We'll probably have to pay a little more because the Dodgers are still working on adding Turner. Which, if Turner wouldn't want to come back after adding Bauer, yeah. I, I don't know. Come on, Turner, go sign a two-year deal, and go out on top. Agreed. But here's my question. Yeah. As far as GMs, yeah. Andrew Friedman's legacy. Bro, like, I was watching MLB Network while I was eating lunch, and Alex texted me, texted me, hey, let's like record an episode. I'm like, I'll be over in a few. I'm sitting there watching MLB Network, and one of, I can't remember the analyst just now, and, he, and he's saying nobody is even close to the Dodgers in terms of, the, first of all, their major league team. Their minor league system, how attractive of a culture they have in terms of leadership, professionalism, lack of drama, lack of scandals or anything like... That's going to go a little bit up with uh, Bauer. Obviously, right? there's going to be a little bit of drama with Bauer. But, I mean, you just look at what Free, the culture that Friedman's created. Wow. And what's amazing to me is Friedman started his career in Tampa Bay. Yeah. So, most of the farm system that was built to get the Rays... Into contention yeah. was all on Andrew Friedman. <laughs> he tried to get a bunch of the Dodgers that were drafted to come in trades when he was in Tampa. Didn't happen. Yeah. Now he comes to LA and he's getting all these crazy stars. I, I think he's easily one of the best GMs in MLB history. He's got maybe it. sports history. I, the things he's done to build these, to keep our uh, rosters consistent over the last eight years, yeah. is insane. And you see, you see these picks like Bellinger turning into an MVP, Seager turning into a World Series MVP. Like people want to talk about us, a lot of people, even some people that um, are in positions of power in different organizations that want to talk to me about this. They say, oh, you guys are just trading and signing for people. Most okay, of our team's homegrown. Tell me this. Bueller drafted, drafted him. May, homegrown. Gonsolin, homegrown. homegrown. Kershaw, homegrown. homegrown. Bellinger, same thing. Seager, Jock Peterson, who's gone. Kike Hernandez, I think we got him over Kike from... Kike was from the Marlins. From the Marlins, right? But that's a guy we developed. He wasn't a star before we got him. You look at most of our lineup. Max Muncy was a free agent that nobody wanted. He's a minor leaguer. And we got him, he hit 30-something home runs. Justin Turner was... did Nobody wanted Justin Turner. Nobody wanted him. He couldn't hit the ball. Comes to L.A., turns into a star. And one of the best third basemen in the league over the last 10 years... 
You want to talk about development and developing players into stars? I'll show you the Dodgers franchise. Exactly. And, you know, we've been talking the last few weeks. Obviously, a lot of our baseball talks been rotated around the Padres. Well, uh, enough of that. <laughs> take back take back what I said. The Padres got at least three years before they have a chance at the West. <laughs> yeah, no, now that we added Bauer and they don't have Clevenger or really Lamette for, to start this year, and Clevenger obviously the whole year, no. Dodgers back on top, number Do- one rotation are, baseball, easy. Yep, I, I think it's it'd be really hard for me to actually entertain an argument where anybody can argue that a rotation is better than the Dodgers. So... I, I, I love seeing guys like Bauer that we sign, but then also guys like Julio Urias winning us the World Series in those you know three innings pitched. We drafted him and developed him when nobody else would. So I love the way our organization is run, and this is just such a good time to be an L.A. sports fan. My goodness. Yeah, well, uh, that's all we got today for a little bonus episode. If you haven't checked it already, our first episode back to basketball is out now. Yes, Check sir. that out. Check it out, merch on showcasesportsmedia.com slash shop. Yep, use code Kent or Alex. W. Yeah, Alex W. There might be another Alex that has a different last initial, but Kent, K-E-N-T, that's my code. So, absolutely, guys. That's all we got. Thanks for tuning in for another bonus episode. Yes, sir. We'll catch you next week with our Super Bowl collab with the Gridiron Podcast. Absolutely. Uh, Part two, check out their preview with us on their podcast, The Gridiron on Spotify. Yep. Other than that, be be there there or be square. square. Let's go Dodgers.